0: All right. So today's episode is really fun. I have been wanting to get more in-person interviews for you guys. I personally think they are way more engaging and fun to watch. And also I want to, um, with select guests, I want to give you a view into what they're doing, what it actually looks like, because as I have visited some of their clinics and offices or facilities, I'm always blown away by what's there. And I just don't feel like you really get that. Just hearing them talk about it on an interview. So, man, Dr. John Laurence, uh, the <laughs> meeting Dr. Lawrence is an experience and a half. He is such an, a forward thinking, cutting edge health professional. And I had actually heard about him through several, um, colleagues, friends, and some of the things that he was doing. I was personally particularly interested in his work on high dose melatonin because it was something that I myself have been looking into and I'm interested in. So he, we're gonna talk about that on the episode and so much more. So let me give you um, the bio, okay? The, the, the deets on Dr. Laurent. So he is a chiropractic neurologist and naturopath who's been in private practice for 25 years. He works at Advanced Rejuvenation. It's a multidisciplinary clinic with a focus on alternative and regenerative medicine naturopathic medicine, chiropractic functional neurology, functional cranial release, uh, Lumo med, Lyme disease, mold illness, and other uh, neurological conditions. Um, he travels internationally teaching other doctors. And some of the things that I experienced from, I'm going to call him Dr. John. That's what I like to do with my, my doctors. It's a little more friendly. So one of the things I experienced from Dr. John was, um, uh, intranasal balloons. Oh my gosh. (laughs) If you haven't done this before, it's, they stick balloons into your nasal cavity and then expand them. And I've actually been breathing so much better since he did that. That was really cool. Um, you're going to see, um, if you did, if you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen some of this already, but we did, um, ozone and IV and also some other wonderful nutrients in the IV Myers cocktail and a high dose magnesium. Um, he also um, is going to show you as we do a little walkthrough through his office, um, something called a STEM wave that we did on my knee. That's been giving me issues. And also, um, Dr. John has a book coming out called melatonin miracle molecule. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Check that out. it's Super, super interesting work on melatonin. Fascinating. Um, he has many supplements. I told him he can never create a boring supplement because all of his supplements are so interesting and cool. Um, and you can find those all at mitozen.com. It's M-I-T-O-Z-E-N.com. A lot of his supplements are suppositories. We talk about that. Yeah, I know that's a little uncomfortable thought for a lot of people, but it's seriously no big deal. And it's amazing for absorption and slow release. So he's got things like the high dose melatonin, glutathione, um, some things to help with workout recovery, creating mTOR, which helps you build muscle. He's got um, a, a methylene blue suppository actually, which is super cool. So check those out. We'll put the link in the show notes there too. We're going to start this episode out. Please watch this on YouTube. So you can see if you're listening on audio, you'll be fine, but, um, it's cool to see. And last thing is after the walkthrough through the clinic, we actually did the rest of the interview on his boat out he's in Sarasota, Florida. So that was really fun and unique. I've never done a podcast interview on a boat before. So it was it was it was a really good time and I think you guys will get a dive into who Dr. Lawrence is and um I think you'll learn a lot. So we'll go ahead and dive in. Here is Dr. John Lawrence. All right so probably my first and only podcast interview on a boat thank you for this experience where are we right now somewhere in the we're
1: boat? yeah this is lido key and siesta key is down this way and we have Longboat key that you can kind of see behind us you know right out here
0: yeah so uh dr john was like why don't we just do go take you out on the boat tomorrow and do the podcast interview out there i was like yes <laughs> so thank you so much this is so gorgeous so yeah, beautiful
1: day for it yeah
0: yeah so so dr john's based in sarasota florida so you guys saw some of the office area and some of the practices you do in your clinic but what i wanted to do for the rest of the interview is you've got mitos in you've got this supplement line that is like knocking the socks off of everyone in the health field that i know that's tried it already. And so I wanted to dive into some of that with you today and some of the things that people might be able to look out for. I already got some Instagram messages yesterday. People were like, where is he based? Where And they're like, ah, Florida. Uh." But I'm like, okay. Now, truth be told, a lot of people do fly in to see you. You're very good at what you do, but they can still participate and still partake of some of the things that you have to offer through your supplements. So Let's just start off with, uh, I guess, what is the basis behind Midozin? Why do you call it Midozin? And then let's go into some of the products that are more popular from that.
1: Well, um, you know, I, I I got really sick. You know, I was um, practicing, you know, chiropractic neurology and naturopathy, and you know, I had a practice where we had, you know, not really to the extent of, that we have today, where a lot of people flying in, but we had some, and you know, it's like when you get yourself in that position, you kind of feel like you need to an- have answers to everything. Right. And yeah. so when you find yourself, you know, personally in a, in a situation where you have a health condition and you can't fix it, it's, it's like doubly, you know, mm-hmm. disturbing, right. Cause you, now you've got this health issue and then on top of it, you know, it's a bit of a hit to your ego that right. you can't even fix yourself. Right? right. So how are you supposed to help other people right so you almost have to kind of keep that buried and secret you know you don't want to you certainly don't want it to get out to um, you know a potential new patient base but um, it got so bad Tara to the point where you know I couldn't even really walk you know it was you know I was still in my in my you know my late 30s and um, um, it was just terrible the amount of inflammation was just outrageous And I just could not figure out, you know, what it was, no less find a solution that really gave me any more than just a few hours of relief. Um, And yeah, go ahead.
0: I'll pause and just say like, there's two things that come to mind. One is I do feel like most of the like master healers that I've met in the industry, it it seems like they're put through these experiences for a reason, right? And also, I, I love that you share that because there's so many people that have health issues like this that no one can get to the bottom of it's so frustrating and i think it's kind of nice for them to hear like even all the education you have been practicing almost 30 years like you have so many resources and you are still struggling to find answers to that thing mm-hmm. so it's like it's kind of comforting to know it's like hey if you're in that boat like you're not alone and sometimes these things are extremely complex so yeah, sure. i appreciate you sharing that and 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 going through it too because it it does it's 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 kind of a gift to the rest of us when the people who are deeply entrenched in healing go through their own personal experiences because it causes you to learn so much. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, well, that's, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> you know, my my close friend, actually our, our close friend, Dan Pompa, um, uh, he has a term that he calls pain to purpose, you know, yeah. and, you know and, and individuals like myself, and I'm sure like we could kind of turn the camera to like you. <laughs> we all have these pain to purpose stories, yeah. right? And it's the challenges in life that make us stronger, right? It's like cool. strong wind makes for strong timber, you know? So if we don't have, you know, gravity's a stressor, right? Without that, yeah. you know, there, it's a problem. So um, when things are easy and, you know, you're in a bubble, you know, it, there's not the catalyst for us to really have those signaling, Um, you know, it's like we talk about hormesis and um, different uh, stressors that actually make us stronger in the right certain dosage, right? Right. So for me, you know, probably one of the biggest defining, you know, challenges in my life was Lyme and also mold illness. And it just brought me to the point where I I thought I was going to die. And I thought my life was over. My career was over. I didn't think I would get back to doing a lot of physical activity, you know, and I mean, you know, I, I grew up in Hawaii and I'd always, um, you know, I grew up surfing giant waves. You know, I was uh, out there, you know, uh, kite surfing and, and windsurfing and, you know, I did a lot of bodybuilding, you know, back then. And so I was like, just like this very fit individual able to do all these extreme sports and I just had endless amounts of energy and, um, and it all came to a screeching halt you know and like i said it got so bad that you know i was pretty much disabled and i had to close my practice and um pretty much lost all of my money you know it was like a perfect storm because it was like right around 08 you know i was already getting sick and then 08 hit i had this big building and i had a plastic surgeon an orthopedic surgeon renting space on the top floor and they moved out we couldn't rent it out inside this big mortgage payment and um had a few other properties and I just, I couldn't keep up with it. And I just had to walk away from everything and literally um, lost everything, you know, and I was still sick, right? right. So it was in through that process of, of just literally burnt, everything burnt down, right? And I love, you know, another mutual friend of ours, Patrick Dintempo, which we were over at his house recently um, uh, having some lunch, you know, and, and he was, you know, talking about how you just burn it down, right? Yeah. And, and he likes to, to tell those stories about like, there's this restaurant in New York. It was like they won the it being like, the, they, I think there's one or two restaurants that can get like the five star yeah. like restaurant. Uh-huh. And I'm forgetting um, the name of this particular restaurant, but they won it. And they literally the next year, they burned the entire restaurant down and they melted all the pans down and all wow. the counters. And they made a step, which was the front, the first step of this restaurant and they reinvented themselves. And wow. everybody was like, what are you doing? Like, you're like, you made it like what, you know? And they, so he just burn it down wow. and start over and like reinvent yourself. And he yeah. wound up becoming a five-star the very next year as well.
0: Wow.
1: So, you know, that, that type of risk, you know, and, and uh, it can pay off.
0: And it's similar to your story. Cause you, you did, you had to burn that down and you've now rebuilt quite a bit, I mean, even yesterday at your clinic I mean the the type of people that you're serving they're flying from all over to be served by you and it's it's cool to see how you've shifted because not only yes you're still practicing but you've really shifted I feel like more into the naturopathic end of things like the the very cutting edge end of regenerative wellness
2: Mm -hmm. and not
0: to mention your supplements I, I was telling him yesterday I'm like you can't ever have a boring supplement. You realize that, right? Like I would be very disappointed if I saw some boring standard
2: supplement yeah. coming
0: out of you because that's honestly how we even met was I had heard about your supplements from multiple people and I was like, this stuff is cool. What's this guy do? Who is this Dr. John Laurence? And then we mm. met at a conference through our friend Ben Asadi. Um, and so yeah, like as you've rebuilt, you know, you've got that next step. Like how has that, your pain to purpose story, like how has that, Um, interlaced or inspired some of the things that you're doing now?
1: Well, for sure, having that level of um, illness was a a strong motivation to try to figure out, you know, how to fix it. Right. Right. And then paying very close attention to, you know, the things that helped and the things that didn't help so much. Right. Right. I mean, I went to Germany. I spent five weeks in Germany Wow. and it was to me, it almost feels like a bit of a waste. But huh. one thing that did come of that trip is, while I was out there, I was posting on Facebook, and one of my patients, um, it's like, oh my gosh, you're close to Baden-Baden because it's like in southern Germany, right? And um, and she had treated with me for an inner ear condition that's called Meniere's, okay. and it, it's basically it's usually an infection, and people have. Um, tinnitus they have hearing loss and they'll usually have a lot of balance issues okay. and so it, very very little available if not anything available in allopathic medicine for these people and they really okay. suffer and this has been a, a niche for me for a long time and I've had great success with it except the tinnitus and the hearing have been not as well as I'd like but the the dizziness part like mm-hmm. that's really in my wheelhouse, right? Okay. And even back in the day, like that was a lot of what I was treating where people were flying in for. Mm-hmm. But she said, you gotta see this doctor in Germany because he's doing this laser treatment called Lumamed, right? Mm-hmm. And so remember that we, we showed you some of the lasers. I, I don't think we went into the rooms because uh, they were being occupied mm-hmm. when we did our, mm-hmm. when I, we did our little walkthrough. But um, this was a, a treatment that we wound up um, becoming the only um, clinic that offers it, and we still are uh, with this this inner ear laser. So that came even the fact that I, you know, it's like I could have wasted yeah. five weeks over there, basically doing treatment that didn't work. But then, you know, it turned out to be, you know, it was an exposure with Doctor wow. um, Kaiser out there, and we have brought that technology here to the U.S.
0: Yeah, so it allowed you to help more people in a very unexpected way that had nothing to do with your uh-huh. <laughs> actual pain, but your pain brought you to that point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's 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 i'm fascinated by this actually i'm fascinated by it's like the universe sees that there's somebody capable and willing and then it's like okay put put it in their hands they'll do it they'll mm-hmm. you know it's just like you see this happen so much these things just drop into people's paths who are here doing the work
2: mm-hmm. and
0: ready and prepared and like willing to implement these things so that's that's really cool um yeah. what what else you know have you discovered along your path that's brought you know i'm kind of curious where why why mito's in and can you tell them what can you tell them about
1: your supplements a little bit yeah well you know we started out with um uh glutathione suppositories you know and this was like when i was when i was really sick it was one of the only things that really i mean i would wake up the next morning and actually be like you know i feel like i'm a little bit less inflamed and um and so um i I, I, I was really surprised that there really wasn't a lot of that available like on online and you got a this is a long time ago this is like when the internet was just getting started you know and people were just starting to sell oh, things wow. online and so um, so I started to um, um, uh, create some products kind of revolved around that and mm-hmm. we we started making some nasal sprays um, that were based on glutathione mm-hmm. and some formulas that could be nebulized and then. Um, I started to get into some antimicrobial products based on a need where I was doing some medical uh, 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 medical crew for Tony Robbins, and they had a event in um, in uh, Fort Lauderdale, and so um, there was a, a flu going around, and it was nasty where people were down and out mm. terribly for a couple of weeks, mm. and I caught this literally like the day before I was supposed to drive out to to like crew for Tony Robbins, nah. right, for medical crew. And so I basically started throwing stuff together and I created um, uh, Glutastat, which is that antimicrobial nasal spray I shared yeah. with you yeah. a few days ago, right? And, and that's just been something that, especially like what's going on today, like we had um, Ben Greenfield actually got exposed to it and we had been friends before that, but he, he noticed the potential for that, for, you know, nasal and sinus health and yeah. um, started to kind of talk about his personal experience with it. And that, that's, I think what really got MitoZen to start really um, becoming a lot more noticed. Mm. But before that um, we were called Glutagenesis, you know, I'm sorry, Glutagenics. And so Glutagenics was, was was the company. And so we also um, started to branch out and make some more kind of niche suppositories, you know? So for me, just a plain glutathione suppository wasn't really, you know, cutting it because I was starting to learn a lot about biotoxin illness and mold illness and Lyme disease, and I was starting to realize that you know there's some formulas and some formulations that could really move the needle quite a, a lot more than just a plain glutathione. Yeah. But I couldn't really find um, any anybody that would was making these, you know, easily. So we had to kind of like, um, create that niche ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so that's where advanced biome corp was born, mm-hmm. you know? And so then we're, we we kind of have like the glutogenic site, we have the advanced biome corp site. And so I had to like put everything together and that's when we started to kind of look at, you know, well, what are we really focused on here? Which is, you know, in my opinion, so often a lot of natural healthcare practitioners, um, which are just as guilty as, like, allopathic medicine, as focusing on more symptoms or what I call downstream, you know, uh, events. And um, what I was looking to do is to go as far upstream as I yeah. can to address a lot of these core disease issues. And what I found is it's a, it's a it's an energy deficiency, you know, it's mitochondria, right? Yeah. So. Things that can go in and have a positive impact to basically charge up the cellular batteries um, could have, because the body is self healing, it's self regulating. I mean, there's a wisdom in our body that's way smarter than we are. Totally. Right? So we're just going to throw like this vitamin or that vitamin. It's like, okay, you have, you know, this symptom. We're going to give you like this, even if it's a natural herb for inflammation, right? Mm -hmm. There's a reason the body's trying to self regulate, right? And I believe that all diseases have the core of either there's inflammation, I'm sorry, they're they're all related to inflammation, but there's infection or toxicity that are usually the cause of that inflammation. Okay, And then what happens is that inflammation is going to cause a cascade of cytokines, which are going to be unique to that type of inflammation. And those cytokines are going to affect the cellular energy production in a way that it could cut it down to almost like 10 percent of what it would normally make right and this is what happens in cancer cells they call it the warburg effect and you know so this is what got me really interested in the deep inner workings of the mitochondria and like what really allows a cell to have resilience and strength and vitality and what i found was one particular Nutrient, And if you stay with us, we're going to reveal that at the end. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but so I wrote a book on it, right? Yeah. And so I'll let you.
0: Yeah. And this is, this is really what led me to you. Um, I was talking to a, another mutual friend, um, Paul Austin, who I know you were on the Third Wave podcast. Um, and, you know, I had been personally interested, and I, I think we can say, I, I think you're talking about melatonin. Kirk.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, now you don't have okay. to, now you can go. You, you've, you've got everything you need.
0: I personally, just from, um, you know, my supplement provider that I get for my clients, um, they sent out awesome information, and they had sent this um, research out about high-dose melatonin, and it was just at the perfect time for me in my life. My mom had just had a major stroke, she has Alzheimer's, you know, the dementia-like uh, symptoms have been happening over many years now. And it was, I was reading about how it's neuroprotective and can help um, enhance the neurological connection of the brain, prevent Alzheimer's, anti-inflammatory, like all these things. And I was like, this is super interesting. So I just independently based off of that started doing what I thought was high dose melatonin until I met John. <laughs> I, was, I think I said on a podcast like three or four years ago that I was doing 20 milligrams of melatonin, which every, I literally had a couple of colleagues message me after and be like, Tara, I don't think you should be telling people that you're doing 20 milligrams of melatonin. That's like irresponsible. And I was like, I don't know, man. I, I Read the research because I think it's actually really compelling. And then Paul Austin from the third wave was <laughs> saying that He had recently gotten a a melatonin suppository from you with 200 milligrams of melatonin and Mm -hmm. also glutathione mixed in. And it just, because it's a personal interest, it really stuck with me. I was like, what's this guy's name? Uh (laughs) So then anyway, we ended up meeting a few months later. And so... Um, yeah, could you tell people? I mean, God, he's you, got a whole book about it—the me- melatonin
1: miracle molecule, miracle
0: molecule. Yes. Yeah. And so, obviously, you know. But what are the Cliff Notes? Why might be pe- why why might people be interested in melatonin as part of their life?
1: Well, like imagine if you had a you know a train and it's burning coal, right? And that that heat that comes from burning the coal is what drives the pistons to drive the train down the the, the tracks. And so. In your body, you're burning uh, fuel in the form of glucose, and there's get, there's there's smoke that comes from that. Yeah. So it's oxidation, and you have this right. um, antioxidant buffering that needs to occur. Otherwise, you know things don't you know things go south really quick. Right. So that natural um, uh, antioxidant in the actually inside the mitochondria is primarily melatonin. And so when stress exceeds that cell's ability to deal with um, that oxidative level, um, it starts to shift. It makes that shift that we talked about where it starts to produce a lot less energy. Yeah. And, um, and again, that's called the Warburg effect. This is what happens with cancer cells. This is what happens with COVID when people have the cytokine storm, because imagine if you're fighting a battle and you've got all these soldiers, which are like your immune cells. And they're like fighting against a certain infection, and they run out of gas. Like let's say that there's not the reinforcements of like um, food and supplies that keep that army going, then all of a sudden everything collapses. They lose the war, and that's exactly what happens with COVID, with the cytokine storm. And that's actually why a lot of hospitals are giving patients sometimes hundreds of milligrams of melatonin. Just like I, you know, I recommend with a lot of, you know, uh, you know, based on the research, you know, it's pretty compelling.
0: Is is melatonin a precursor to glutathione? No. How how do they interact?
1: Well, they're both uh, high-tier antioxidants, you know, CoQ10 is kind of up there as well, but glutathione is actually made by your liver.
0: Okay. Yeah. Is it, forgive me if my biochemistry is, you know, obviously not at the level yours is, but. I was under the impression that when we make ATP, that yes, the free radicals or the oxidative, you know, stress happens, and that our body then, as a reaction to that, creates glutathione endogenously to counteract that. Uh, so you're saying, but you're saying within the actual cell itself, within that mitochondria itself, in order to offset that damage, we produce melatonin as the.
1: It's, it's produced inside, in, the inside the mitochondria.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: And and when this even, it gets even. More exciting because when the when the melatonin's there buffering the oxidation, like helping you deal with stress, right? I mean, if there's no stress, you don't need melatonin, right? But um, when it's there, if it starts to lose that battle and you start to like um, shift that uh, that energy production to this primitive, you know, uh, it's called um, um, aerobic glycolysis. Um, when that happens if you give exogenous melatonin it actually reboots that whole system where you start making more melatonin again Mm. so taking it exogenously has been shown to be not only safe but extremely effective in so many different diseases wow and it's in the literature like anybody that wants to just look at so the way we structured the book is we have Chapters that are based on different diseases, like or or organ systems, like the brain, the gut, the heart, um, the skin, um, the immune system. You know, we talk about autoimmune. We talk about autism and children with melatonin. We talk about cannabis and sleep. Yeah. We talk about um, degenerative neurologic conditions. We talk right. about psychological conditions. I mean, you just can go on and on. And cancer, liver so you start to look at this book and it's almost like everything's in there and it's like right. how could something have such a profound impact on so many different things and it's because you, you increase know,
0: the health of the mitochondria yeah the body can heal itself
1: yeah and so that and that's <laughs> what and that's why you know we start looking at like the emphasis that we have in our clinic and the emphasis that we have in a lot of our products is really addressing this core issue
0: hmm.
1: and it's it's basically you know allowing for more efficient uh, mitochondrial function, and more resilience at a cellular level.
0: Wow, that's so interesting because I think, you know, like word on the street, like probably just by like people who aren't even in the health field is like, oh, don't take don't take melatonin because then you won't make your own melatonin. You're saying the complete opposite. You're saying actually kickstarts your body, like saying, hey, make melatonin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so there's no negative feedback loop like there are other hormones. So You know, there's really, there's nothing I can see in the literature that makes melatonin scare me at all, right? Yeah. But, you know, a caveat is, you know, like any other, you know, change in your health, you know, program, you should talk to a healthcare, you know, your healthcare provider. And, you know, the problem is not many many of them really understand melatonin, you know? so. They it puts a lot of people and. in a bit of a pickle. Right. So my suggestion, you know, you can go to melatoninbook.com and we'll do a coupon code for your oh, listeners, you. and they can download the book. And it's a PDF version, so there's about three or four chapters that won't be nice. in there until we release it on Amazon. Which but, is in
0: December 2021, correct? But it comes
1: no, out on- no, I'm hoping it's going to be um, sometime in March or a- March or April, April of next year. Okay. Yeah.
0: But anyway, you can get the three or four chapters through this link and kind of get some of that clarified.
1: On on Actually, the whole book, just it's minus three or four chapters. Ah,
0: Okay, great. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. So we'll put the link for that in the show notes. Um, Also, just real quickly. uh, Oh, actually, no, wait, hold on to melatonin. There was something you said, I think it was the first time I talked to you about um, how people it acts on the same gene as like CYP one A two. So if you're a fast metabolizer of caffeine, it melatonin goes through the same pathway. Is that correct? Can you mm-hmm. share on
1: that? Yeah. So um, if if somebody were to take melatonin and the next day they feel really groggy, yeah, um, it could be that there's still melatonin in their system, right? Yeah. And so just like you know this gene pathway uh, doesn't allow you to break these things down as quickly. And right. so anybody that's sensitive to caffeine, that's a good window into that. You might have this variant, uh-huh. and so what we'll have people do is dose the melatonin much earlier. You know, sometimes even like before dinner or after dinner. Yeah, you know, so a few hours before they go to sleep, and so that by that way, by the time they they wake up the next right. day, it's kind of out of their system. So the reason that that works for most people is because if you have light in your eyes, you're you're not going to be releasing that melatonin. You know, into the brain. Um, so most most times people can can tolerate and handle uh, both um, in, endogenous and exogenous uh, melatonin. I'd say about 80% of the population can can tolerate that, which is a big deal because you know some of the um, conditions that we're treating in the clinic uh, using high dose melatonin, we're wanting to dose them day and night. Mm-hmm. you know and i learned this from my one of my mentors dr frank schallenberger mm-hmm. and so um, you know he we you know we, we both use this quite a bit with a lot of neurologic cases and a lot mm-hmm. of cancer patients mm-hmm. he he certainly treats a lot more cancer than i do you know we we don't really see a lot of it but he he's pr- the primary thing he treats wow
0: and he uses melatonin a lot in that treatment
1: on every case wow yeah. wow
0: fascinating. You know, I think most people think of melatonin as just this <laughs> something moms give their <laughs> three-year-old or five-year-old who doesn't want to go to sleep in tiny doses. You know, it's it's, it's this uh, very untapped, it seems like it has a lot of untapped potential in Mm -hmm. terms of our health. So I'm glad that you're bringing that
1: to light. Well, you know, the other thing is, you know, you, you mentioned that you'd heard some naysayers talking about it and dissuading you from melatonin. I'm Mm -hmm. sure, you know, there's probably a lot of people watching this or listening to this that might have had the same experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a bit of a conspiracy against not only melatonin, but a lot of kind of, Unpatentable natural remedies that are really just rock stars among like remedies, right? Yeah, and so if you look up melatonin in uh, You know if you google it like uh, webmd will reference, you know that these are a list of side effects that you'll get with melatonin and I mean some of them sound terrible like headaches and depression and anxiety and blah 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 and what they don't tell you is that they're referencing a study and the, the side effects were the exact same thing in the placebo arm, that they were on the arm with the people taking melatonin. Right. So it's a little bit misleading.
0: Yeah, and I have noticed just to kind of back up what you're saying, like I'll have I've done anywhere from like 20 to 100 milligrams of melatonin in my own experimentation, and I. I still can fall asleep at night, like without it. Like sometimes I don't think it because I'm just like, why do I need to? I'm just tired, Mm -hmm. you know. But on those days where I'm super stimulated and I've had too much caffeine and I had a really stressful night and it was like, you know, an event or something, and like, oh my gosh, it's so helpful. But I, Mm -hmm. it's been nice to see that I don't always need it, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's been kind of cool to experience. Um,
1: Well, you know, think about our current situation right now, and even just since the Industrial Revolution. You know, it's like there are so many stressors that we have that we haven't adapted for. Yeah, and so right. when we look at melatonin as being like the ultimate stress adaptation molecule, yeah, great because point. think about it, every stress is going to result in cytokines and the cascade, it goes from cytokines and then it goes into stressing the cell mm-hmm. and not allowing the cell to make the, as much energy as it needs to, to yeah. buffer that stress, Yeah, right? So. If you can solve that issue, which is what melatonin does, then you have resilience to like a variety of different stressors, virtually all of them.
0: So interesting. Yeah. And I, I, it's funny you say that because I, the day we're recording, this is the day after my episode with many pills released yesterday. And I, I listened to it this morning and we were talking about the exact same thing in terms of toxins and like, even, even the internet, like we remember when there was no internet when we were little you know it's like just that Um, and and it's the industrial revolution it hasn't even been 300 years so it's like the level the rapid evolution that is being demanded upon us with all of these new things it's like it's no wonder people are struggling so much and their health and Mm. on top of just the regular stressors of being a human, of emotional stress or being fatigued or whatever, but there's just so much. And, on and
1: then you've got somebody, something like melatonin, which right. you know has. We're gonna get some waves here, by the way. Okay. So a boat just went little by. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know something that has such little, if any, like negative, you know, consequences of, of taking um, like melatonin, you know, it, it's, it's just, it, it's really something that I feel compelled to get the word out on. And that's why I wrote a book, you know, and that's why I want to give it away yeah. basically to yeah. your audience. Is I yeah. just want to get this information out there.
0: Yeah. So awesome! I can't wait to read it. I'm excited. Um, last thing, cause I think we might be running up on time. Um, I wanted you to talk about Zen Spray. Okay. This, so here's the second point of comp. So I'm hearing about this high decimal tone, and I'm like, who is this guy? And then I'm at, um, it was at the biohacking conference and <laughs> a bunch of people were passing around this, hey Tara, I want to try this Zen spray. And I, I personally use hapé or rapé, some people say it like uh, for meditation sometimes. And so they're like, it's kind of like that, but like not as bad because you really got to earn it with hapé, it burns. It's like a, um, something in like shamanic practices that I picked up when I went to do ayahuasca. And it's awesome little 20 minute kind of almost medicine experience or very, you know, you get to the levels of meditation that you hope to get to, Mm -hmm. but it's like kind of sucks. And so I tried the Zen Spray and I was like, this stuff is awesome. And that's when Ben Asadi had some and he's like, no, he's here. The guy who made it here. I'm like, ah, so anyway, I want you to talk about Zen Spray because it's really cool. I really appreciate that product.
1: Yeah, well, I think you and I kind of, we share um, a history where, you know, there's some plant medicine that helped us, right? And so you have these subconscious, um, you know, narratives running, you know, underneath that you're maybe not aware of, right? Right. And so some of these medicines allow you to, um, to bring those forth and to deal with them and move on. And they, so they don't control your life, right? So nice. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I was exposed to Hoppe through some of those experiences and Initially, I really hated it. You know, like I I had somebody, they blew it up my nose with the device, Uh right, and it burns. Um, it, it was yeah i was like well, i'm never doing this again <laughs> <laughs> literally
0: feels like your brain's on fire the experience right. is nice but you gotta earn it <laughs> yeah right
1: yeah. i didn't even get to the point where i was like feeling good yeah, i was like this dose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's exactly it so like a few years later um i was um I, I was talking to someone that facilitates medicine and she was just going on and out about how she uses the hop in the morning yeah with during her meditation yeah. how helpful it is so i'm like you know what, what am i missing like yeah. I, i've got to like circle back and so so i i she gave me some and i started experimenting it with with smaller amounts and i got it like i got that with the, called the afterglow right yeah. so after you do it there's this like calm centered but you're alert You know,
0: yeah, that's a great way to put it. If anybody's done plant medicines and you kind of know how you feel the day after, it kind of puts you in that space for about 20 or 30 minutes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. So um, so what I did is I started to kind of work around creating a nasal spray with it. And so we came up with a few few formulas, a few variations. We have, you know, our um, regular, uh, which is kind of like a really pure, authentic hop a um, extract. And then we have more of a essential oil version that also has some extract in it, but it's going to have like kind of a rosemary kind mm-hmm. of pepperminty uh, vibe to it. And then we have a CBD version. Um, and yeah, it's been huge, hugely, hugely possible, um, uh, hugely popular. Yeah. But what what the 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 way that it works, and so I can kind of get into my kind of functional neurology hat and get yeah. into this, yeah. you know, some of the inner workings is that. You have your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. And so the parasympathetic nervous system is really um, run by the vagus nerve, right? And so this vagus nerve, when it's activated, gives you that feeling of like comfort and relaxation and oneness and connection. And, you know, you feel social, you know, and you're happy, right? And so we're not getting enough of that in our lives because we're adrenalized and we're constantly activating our sympathetic nervous system. So Zen... Activates the parasympathetic nervous system through the trigeminal nucleus, which is actually the innervation of the sinuses and the face. And so, and this is why we're actually um, about to launch um, Zenanga, which is like a a Zen for the eyes, right? Which we tried. tried And then we have Boca really Zen cool. as well, which will be coming out sometime in the next month or so. Now
0: can you see why I said, you can never make a boring supplement, ever. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is, this is the kind of stuff he brings to market. It's really cool. Um, yeah, so, and, and I just have to say, like, even though I, I like my uppers, I like my coffee, I like being in that mode, I still really enjoy Zen Spray in the morning for my meditation. I feel like it puts me in this, it, it doesn't, like, bring me down. Sometimes I think people are afraid of parasympathetic, like, Parasympathetic doesn't make you tired and groggy. It makes you like. For me, it feels centered, Mm -hmm. balanced, connected, solid. So I really enjoy that experience for my meditation in the morning. So highly recommend.
1: You know, uh, hopefully we have time to do this, but I'd like to kind of circle full, full back a little bit to tie in melatonin and 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 talk a little bit about the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. So. you know you you have this this aspect of your of your nervous system that is basically the autonomics right they're on autopilot you don't have to think about it and it's this yin and yang type of thing right you have the fight or flight you have the resting and digesting and so um when you look at something like heart rate variability, which I would assume a lot of your listeners do because you're like, right. a, there's a lot of fitness-based... you know, based Bio-hacker. Biohackers. Biohackers yeah. and so forth. Um, heart rate variability. So your heart is innervated by both sides of this autonomic nervous system. And so when the heart is beating, you'll have the sympathetic jump in a little bit and then you'll have the parasympathetic jump in a little bit. And that's what causes the variations in the heartbeat. And so if you have low variations, then that means that there's not one, one of those sides of the nervous system, the autonomics is more dominant than the other. Mm -hmm. So you might be having the sympathetics, like control the heart 75% of the time and the parasympathetic only controlling it 25% of the time. So you'll have a decrease in your heart rate variability. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's never a situation where we have too much parasympathetic. I mean, there's very, very few Mm -hmm. situations. We are all adrenalized and we, you know, uh, you know, that's that's the disease of modern civilization. So when you see heart rate variability going, um, going down as we get older, and like, if you look at that, that graph, it's the exact same graph as melatonin. You see melatonin going down at the same age as wow. it's almost parallel. Wow. And then you wanna start thinking about, so melatonin, because if you think about when you go to sleep Like, this is when your body really goes into solid, deep parasympathetic rest, right? right? Rest and digest. You digest, you rest, your body regenerates itself. And the primary activator of the parasympathetic nervous system, the primary supporter of the parasympathetic nervous system is melatonin. And as melatonin starts to decline, as we get older, or if we have a lot of what I call melatonin headwinds, which is light pollution, um, you know, um, EMFs. Um, I mean we get into a lot of this in the book, but there are a lot of things in our in our culture that really suppress melatonin production.
0: For sure. You know, I experienced this even uh, my so my daughter is just turned sixteen. And she's very, she's very intelligent. And she's always researching things. And one of the things that she was just had this big thing about, <laughs> if she watches this, I'm throwing her, kind of throwing her under the bus here, but um, <laughs> she was like very adamant that kids are more, nocturn- teenagers are more nocturnal by nature. It's been proven and like school should start later. And I get it, I get where she's coming from. I do think school should start later for teenagers. But she's like, I literally cannot fall asleep before 11 o'clock, blah, blah, blah. We go camping. <laughs> And guess it was out by like maybe 9.30 at the latest because we're sitting around a fire, nobody has phones. Right. We're mm-hmm. allowed to more gradually cre- create that melatonin production. But think of the environmental difference between that sitting around a fire outside, peaceful noises, no music, no stimulation, just us talking. How tired you get, I'm sure everyone has experienced this. You're like 10 o'clock, you're like just tanking and then being inside and all the lights are on and music or the tv's playing and you got your phone and you god you know and so yeah it's just i think when, when you describe that i think of like our modern society like just being i i like to be outdoors at night a lot it's i feel like we're missing half the show because we go in our little shelters and we miss this like amazing show but every time i do i'm like wow like i'm out there in peace and quiet and beauty and i think god i could be inside right now with like a tv running or lights. like it's 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 abrasive almost it is the the, the thought of it but we're in that most people are in that every day you know so being able to have some assistance i think (laughs) at least something to get us deeper into that parasympathetic state
1: it's a perfect storm i mean you think about like 5g and like what the impact that um, EMFs have on melatonin production, I mean, those, those, those frequencies go right through the skull and they basically trick your pineal into thinking it's still daytime, Right. so it suppresses melatonin. And then you have you know, the optical um, suppression of melatonin with the lights and the light pollution. And then you, know, you want to have your room dark, a lot of people don't have adequate um, blocking of their windows and they may have some light pollution while they're sleeping. Um, Or even just, you
0: showed me that you have one of those red lights that can also be blue and it was evening when you showed it to me and it was like, you were like, I do this in the morning. You're like, watch. And I, he's like, you know, I get a a mood boost and energy boost. And I felt that instantly right when you just Uh straight blue light coming at me, even though it was five or 6 PM. Yeah, Like I was like energized just from that little burst yeah you know? and we've got that all over the place that's a strong night. light that yeah, night. yeah. <laughs> that was probably, i was like wait do it again <laughs> yeah but yeah maybe not in the evening so yeah it's um i appreciate you sharing this message because really i don't think i don't know anybody else who's really talking about melatonin at the level that you are so i appreciate you bringing that molecule to light and helping people start to think about that a little bit more not only supplementing it but also what am i doing in my daily life that's blocking me from being able to make my own mm-hmm.
1: so yeah well we dive into that in the book yeah. you know so anybody watching this that is getting excited about this topic i mean feel free to go and download the book and um you know like i said we're going to be releasing it on amazon and those last four chapters are actually really the chapter i wrote on pineal i actually start to dive really deeply into a lot of um, you know, subject matter that is, is really, um, really important to me right now. It's, you know, just raising my own level of consciousness, you know, and just diving into, you know, my own spiritual evolution and, mm-hmm. and, and starting to, you know, get clear as to like, you know, the meaning of life, yeah. you know,
0: well, this is a very safe audience for uh, that, or at least if they've been listening and they're still listening, we've had many spiritual uh teachers on the show so it's it's i think um that caters to the same things that we're interested in Mm -hmm. also is is yeah i want my health to be better but like a lot of the purpose is like um i'd say kind of like merging almost with like our higher selves you Mm -hmm. know like how do we live in that existence here Mm -hmm. in this realm more at least that's what i'm after you know is like um I think that we're here on earth with a forgetfulness for a reason, but like we get these little hints, you know, and my psychedelic experience have been that way. Meditation is that way for me. Just listening to my intuition Mm -hmm. and actually acting on it is like a medicine experience in and of itself. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you opening up on stuff like that in your book as well. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. Very cool. So
1: The next book's going to be called um, into the mystic and we're going to delve a little bit more into all of that subject matter. Yay.
0: Yay. It's going (laughs) to be good. Okay. So melatoninbook.com is where you guys can find the book um, for, for supplements. And real quick, suppositories just in case anybody's like did he just say suppository can you just explain basically why you choose suppositories as as the delivery system
1: well so it's a rectal delivery yeah and so uh the suppository is kind of bullet shaped you know it's really easy to insert and so a lot of people initially might have like a little bit of a you know Uh, trepidation with that (laughs) but you know the 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 upside most of the people that wind up using these products they're either desperate because they're really sick and they're like they could give you know
2: what
1: what route administration like if it's going to work and they're going to be able to get healthy like i'm I'm all about it or you have biohackers that are willing to you know try things that are unusual and different (laughs) um but you know in europe it's so commonplace like i mean it's like you know a a lot of doctors use them and So the absorption is really high, yeah. right? So if you have a slow release over like several hours, oh, uh-huh. and so you have something called peak plasma that can last for anywhere from three to five hours with okay. that versus like you, you your cells only have like maybe like 30 to 30 minutes to an hour to absorb the nutrients that you might take with an oral supplement. Wow.
0: Okay. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And I, I was laughing because I, I have a, um, a friend from the gym who's a he does R and D on supplements. He's very in the supplement world, and I had one of your um, pre-workout type uh, suppositories, and I I had an extra one. I was like, "How committed to you are your How committed to your health are you?" Uh-huh. He's like, "Pretty freaking committed." I was like, Here you go." <laughs> And he was like, wow, we're next level friends now. You just gave me a suppository. Oh, but yeah. He was excited about it.
1: Did he take it?
0: I, I don't know. I just gave it to him right before I left for this trip. So oh, okay. I'll find You'll out. follow up. Okay.
1: <laughs> That's funny. But
0: anyway, okay, guys, we'll put the link to the book and the supplements. Is it Mito What's the website for supplements?
1: MitoZen.com. So M I T O Z E N.
0: MitoZen.com is all the supplements. And I was just telling John, I'm like, have you read your reviews on zen spray <laughs> i'm like he's like no i mean not in a minute i'm like oh my gosh it's just raving raving fans like mm, so yeah. it's pretty cool so yeah check out i mean you have so many things nad uh gosh i don't know you've lift off a few of your
1: yeah and we got like great methylation yeah uh products we got like the only nad uh you know which is you know, going to be kind of on par with going and getting an NAD IV. Super cool. Yeah. Um, We've got glutathione. We've got melatonin. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got some great anti-inflammatory and Mm -hmm. like fasting support. You know, we didn't really get a chance to get into Mm -hmm. our fast track fast protocol. Uh, We the workout support is actually raising mTOR. So it kind of works on like, you know, you have the opposite when you're fasting, where you're looking to increase autophagy and break down and recycle. So we have a, a product called StemTor, which is really activating a lot of the um, the growth and repair. Nice. We've got a, um, a, a probiotic, uh, you know, ProBiomax, and we have one that supports, and we use it a lot in regenerative medicine. So it supports survival of stem cells mm-hmm. called StemZen.
2: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool stuff, huh? So, okay. So mitozen.com for supplements, um, melatoninbook.com for the book, and then... Um, any anywhere else you want to direct people? Well, the
1: clinic is advancedrejuvenation.us. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Great. And it's Sarasota, Florida, and comes with free g- boat tours. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> only only for only for the. Podcast.
1: Yeah, if you're lucky, you I'll bring you out place. on the boat. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and hopefully, you guys got to see his beautiful dog Lonnie, and I tried to get her. A Lonnie, come bit here. In the, come in the here. Course. Come on. She's come up, up here. So maybe you saw her in the office tour a little bit. She's she's great. So anyway, hopefully you guys could hear this (laughs) over the water. And it was enjoyable for you guys. I'll link everything up in the show notes. And yeah, John, thanks again.
2: Thanks, Tara. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inside Out Health Podcast. I hope this episode served as inspiration and something that you needed to hear in your life. If you have a friend or family member that you think would benefit from this episode, please share it with them. And also please subscribe. I have so many more amazing guests coming. I have just been so gifted and honored to meet so many incredible health professionals in my career, and I cannot wait to share their messages with you guys. So please subscribe. And if you could be so kind as to rate my show, I would really appreciate it. This podcast is honestly an intuitive call to me to help spread goodness to the world. And so if you guys can help me do that, I would really appreciate it. If you want more info on this guest, pop over to my website, check out my podcast section, and you can get links to everything we talked about in the show um, and find out more about this guest and what where you can go from here. Make sure you're also following me on Instagram. Uh, that is my most active platform. You can find me at Coach Tara Garrison. You can also find me on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. Everything is Coach Tara Garrison across the board. And then yeah, if you want to send me a message,